save money by not using an Apple device. Did you know that Apple takes 30% on top of YouTube's 30% from Super Chats if they are done from an Apple device? Yeah, Apple charges heaps over the top. Apple sucks. Even subscriptions cost more from an Apple device. You may as well do it on desktop. Thoughts on Kanye West's more recent insanity. Thoughts on what Kanye said? I have long been off the Kanye train. Like, I'm talking like five plus years ago, I was saying he's fucking crazy. Sure, he's passionate with his music and he's talented along those lines, but he's confused his musical talent with like actual, like general intelligence or something. He said a lot of really dumb, clearly wrong shit. He's drifted from one cult to the next for as long as I've been aware of his existence. Do Twitch streamers or YouTubers make more money? I won't directly quote the person to avoid like potentially poorly explaining their point, but there was a discussion about who makes more money, Twitch streamers or YouTubers? And the answer is obviously YouTubers. Like it's not even close. Per viewer, Twitch streamers make more, but it's only like the top you know, thousands Twitch streamers who are making a substantial amount of money and it's like the top hundred are making like orders of magnitude more than everyone else. Like if you compare the top 0.1% on YouTube to the top 0.1% on Twitch, like it's not even close. Like if you look at like Ryan's world or whatever, right? 300 million views. He's not even the most subscribed person or the person with the most views, whatever. He's, he's getting way more than that. This would be at the low end. And that's already like twice as much as XQC makes as the biggest Twitch streamer. But what tends to happen is the people who are like really, really popular on YouTube aren't necessarily making a fuck ton of videos. Making a fuck ton of videos is what you want to make a lot of money. Take, his name is Michael Reeves, right? Ridiculously popular person, 7 million subscribers. He's in so many videos, super popular, but he only releases like two videos a, a year. Like two videos a year. He's in a lot of stuff. He's, he's clearly doing well for himself. Like you may have other sources of revenue. But these are the people you think about as really big YouTubers, but they're not doing YouTube in a way that brings in the money. Releasing one video every every six months that gets really insanely popular is a good way to be popular and well-known on YouTube, but it's not the best way to make money. Ryan has like 30 channels, so it's not just one. Yeah, that as well. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, just that for that one channel. I mean, when you, when you look at like the biggest YouTube channels, you've got like corporations or people who are, you know, in Mr. Beast vein, who have like hundreds of employees and like endless different business ventures. They're clearly making more money. It's merely that per dollar, the effort and expense employed for a Twitch streamer is far, far lower than that of a YouTuber. The dollar per viewer is way higher on Twitch. But of course, there's only like 10,000 people on Twitch who have any viewers. What is my dream collab? Let me, let me scroll down who I'm subscribed to now. Meeting skill up at some point would be cool. A, a trash taste collab, that'd be a thing. I'm subscribed to 279 creators right now, chat. There's probably a lot of people here who don't uh, upload anymore. Clicks Philip? Yeah, I mean, we kind of collabed for pacifists, but not really. I wouldn't mind being on some ordinary gamers podcast again if there's another reason for that at some point. That was fun. Uh, love to collab with that TG guy. Seems like a good fella. I still would like to collab with Jesus, but maybe not just not opening cases. Maybe um, if he responds to me, maybe I can just like talk to him while he's opening cases. Like I'd be fine with that. Maybe the wouldn't be as big distinction for others, but I I I would draw a distinction there. I'm trying to just read over these people. Uh, I wouldn't mind meeting friendly Geordies one day. I don't know how we would collab, but I mean just been like, hey man, what's up? You know, he's an interesting fellow. 
I like this channel, Man Carrying Things. He has these little skit skits. They're very funny. I don't know how I would collab with him, but he is uh, interesting. A Tom Scott collaboration. Now that would be interesting. I mean, again, Doug Doug, but again, I have no idea how we would collab. I still haven't collabed with Josh, have I? Josh Raff Hayes. Again, not sure what we do together, but uh, I mean, him having Asmongold in that video. Yeah, I don't know. Me, I can't blame him. I don't know. So many people. Yeah, I guess, I guess that's most of them scrolling through here. Scott the Woz. Is live streaming walking simulators as bad as reacting to YouTube videos? I loved your series on React content, but something came to mind watching them. Would your gameplay through the Henry Stickman collection be considered as React content due to the nature of the game? Yeah, possibly. Well, not exactly the same, obviously. I didn't show the entire thing or um all the different options. But uh, when it comes to video games, on the far left, you have things that obviously massively benefit from the ecosystem around video games. And that is any game that the focus is the gameplay. You know, your League of Legends, your Apex Legends, your, you know, th those those kind of games where it's just nothing but raw gameplay. The story basically doesn't matter. You're Dark Souls, whatever. But then you have at the very far end, you have like Telltale games where they're just walking simulators. They are, they are effectively just a video and there's no real difference between if you watch the video or um, play the game. The Walking Dead Telltale game, there are playthroughs of that on YouTube that have many millions of views. Like collectively, there might be a hundred million views for that game on YouTube, but Telltale still went under because the sales just weren't there. Even though it was successful, it, it's a question of whether whether Telltale games would have been successful without the promotion that those videos gave, or ultimately was was that ultimately just competition that sunk the games. I don't know, but it is a question with um those kind of walking simulators. I don't know. But uh, at least in terms of Henry Stickman, it's been around for like, what, 10 years? Not a big deal. It's the same thing I'm going to say when um, the Doki Doki Literature Club thing comes out. Um, that's not something that I would do these days, going through a, a visual novel like that. But the footage is now like five plus years old. Oh, and my playthrough of the Henry Stickman collection came out like a year or two after the game re-re-re-released. Uh, the idea that I'm impacting the game is uh, obviously not going to be particularly high. But as I say, had I known more about the game, I probably wouldn't have done it. An easy way to make more videos. Just saw your GTA Online video. Glad to see GTA still the same glitchy mess I remember. Yeah, that compilation is doing well. It's interesting. Whenever you can repurpose old footage to not have to make another video from scratch, you always want to do it. And compilations are a great way to bring older content that people haven't necessarily seen to the forefront. And as well, like, if enough time has passed, then the people who saw it the first time are going to be like, oh yeah, I remember this, this is a great moment, you know. Compilations are just a sort of a no-brainer, except that they take time for you to uh, put them together. It's why I don't do them myself. I um, have a dude named uh, Bittertrix, who by himself is watching my entire back catalogue of videos. And... That's where all the footage for all the compilations have come from. It's just easier to have one person do it because um, they can keep track and know exactly what's been in the uh, uh, already stored or whatever in the timelines. Obviously, I'm paying him, of course, like I've given him many thousands of dollars, but it's just a it is still a, a task. You know, it's a very it's a lot of content that I put out. How react content harms small creators the most. Do I think React content is dying? Same worse? No, it's getting it's, it's getting bigger. As it's become more and more accepted, the the financial benefit of just exploiting others has just become more and more pronounced.
one of the ways that room was made for new creators to get into the space was when older creators, the bigger creators, burnt out. Or they couldn't think of a new ideas, they couldn't be bothered doing what they were currently doing, and would just necessarily fade away and have to quit. They, they, there, was no, there was no other alternative. But now the alternative is reaction content. You can keep your audience with you for far longer than you otherwise would normally be able to by just re-uploading other people's videos. You don't need to watch anyone else, guys. You just, just stay with me. I upload 10 fucking videos a day. Don't you worry. My thoughts on reactions to subreddits. Thoughts on Reddit React videos apart from your own subreddit? Or you just mean like um, going through the best of a particular subreddit? Reddit is stuff that is put there without any kind of goal in regards to um, like earning a living. The stuff on Reddit, especially when it's just like text and stuff, it isn't even really like a creative work. It's more just like stuff put out to the public that is information. Surely to some degree, there must be allowance for you to have commentary on the thoughts and actions of others. People aren't traditionally going to subreddits and like binge reading the top posts of all time or something. I don't know, I consider Reddit reactions, not to your own stuff, it's a different thing. It's similar to Twitter. I, I don't think it's particularly objectionable. There'd be a separate thing if like a, like if a person makes something for a long time, puts a lot of effort into it and puts it on Reddit, maybe that's a different thing, but uh, in general, I don't think it's bad. Not that I'd want to do it. Yeah, no one is posting on Reddit for money. It's, it's more for recognition, exactly. It's all just meaningless points and stuff. I wouldn't say it's like the best thing a person can do, but it's just not bad. The one thing I'd like to set the record straight on. If you could set the record straight on one point you feel has been misunderstood or purposefully misinterpreted, what would it be? That fucking analogy with the roofie thing. Fuck me dead. I have conversations now. So for example, I was speaking to someone. I said, this person has done something terrible. And they said, oh, but they've done all these other things. Like they aren't always just doing that terrible thing. And I wanted to say, yeah, and I heard Hitler did some painting. What's your point? Obviously what I'm saying there is just because someone, someone isn't always doing that bad thing doesn't somehow absolve them of whatever condemnation that they should suffer because of the bad thing that they're doing. But I guarantee you saying that the person will just be like, you're comparing them to Hitler? You're saying that person is Hitler? How dare you? They're doing just somewhat bad thing and Hitler killed millions of people. How dare you say such terrible thing? I'm saying, I, I, fuck me. You can guarantee that would happen. And like I have these thoughts now, whenever I'm about to use a clear cut, obvious example that'd be understood by everyone, regardless of background, regardless of their age, I'm like, it's too clear cut. I need to use something that even though I'm going to lose some people, it's going to less set off that, oh my god, I can just misinterpret this and gain some fucking virtue signal points or whatever. Like, I've had people literally tweet at me, unironically, and they're like, hey, so you think React is a rapist, right? Like, on some level, you just expect of people that they will give things like 15 seconds of thought and be like, yeah, this, this position doesn't seem to make a whole bunch of sense. What's more likely that I have understood this person's position and they just believe something that makes no fucking sense and that no one would ever say? Or maybe I don't have the full story. Maybe I don't understand their position. And somehow there's just a certain part of, you know, discourse, society, whatever, that isn't either isn't willing to put in that 15 seconds or when they put in that 15 seconds, they come to the wrong conclusion. Do you feel like some of your arguments in the React, React Streamer series went over some people's heads? Oh, of course. 
vast majority of people didn't finish watching the video. And there were some key points actually like 45 minutes in, in terms of addressing certain counter arguments that uh, probably should have put in earlier. It's uh, what can you do? It's hard for people to think in, in some sort of macro sense. It's like that, uh, what's a dumb thing that Hassan said? Okay, well there's a lot of them, but um, where all of them presented the idea of reaction content as um, an interaction between two individuals, the person who made it and the person who's using it. But as Charlie didn't seem to understand, this is a market and the things that you do, no, just anything you do in reality has the potential and likely does impact others in various different ways. But understanding that requires you to grasp the complexity of the arrangement and, and how the market on YouTube works and stuff. And it's just, it's just lost on some people. A lot of people's interaction with YouTube, even as a creator, is just, I make video, I put out video, and that's it. And there's just, there's just no thought about the wider ecosystem, the, the, the trends. It's just, I make video, here video. Do I get annoyed by anything my viewers do? Besides Orange Matto, is there another thing your audience would quote that annoyed you? I wouldn't even say Orange Matto annoyed me. It just became too much on the subreddit and there was not enough interesting variation of it. My audience as a whole doesn't do anything that annoys me, but there's always like just standout people who will say things that throw me off that are just really rude or just designed specifically to annoy me. That when I'm having a bad day or whatever can really fuck with me, but there's no like meme, consistent meme that I don't like in my community. I'm flattered when a meme pops up, you know? As far as my community goes, absolutely very wholesome, but uh, it's always the case that when there's enough people like, whenever I do really, really large streams, there's always going to be those, like, you know, less than 1% of people who just trickle in and are complete jerks. And that's just the way it is. The the bigger you can't become, the bigger that small facet becomes until the point where it's impossible to ignore. And, it's, uh, and you have to actively work harder to ignore it, you know? Do I consider myself attractive? Do I consider myself attractive? No. Lies matter, you are very handsome. So I have people from my audience tell me all the time that I look very attractive. Now, I can explain that in a few different ways. They're all likely possibly true in some respects. The first is people are just being nice. The second is potentially because I am from a more well-off area of the world comparatively to other places, the degree to which people look attractive where I am is probably higher than average. I don't mean to say it to be rude or something or to, I'm not criticizing anyone here, but that is just a fact. The more people who have access to funds to, you know, do cosmetic surgery or get in shape or eat good food or be, be, be appropriately nourished as they, they develop and stuff, the better people are going to look on average. Australia is one of the richest countries in the world, and so people here generally look pretty good. But at the end of the day, chat, actions matter more than words. I have never found myself receiving any particular attentions from um, anyone attracted to men that would suggest that I am attractive in any respect. It, it just has never happened. Like, you guys tell me I look good. I don't get that many hits on, like, my dating profile and stuff. I need to have some professional photos taken of me and lose some weight. Like, I, I recognize that my pictures on there aren't the best, but they're, like, the best ones that I have. There are a lot of pictures from when I was down in Melbourne as well. A good dating profile is pictures with friends, you doing hobbies and professional shots. Yeah, so uh, I struggled with my dating profile before because uh, I didn't have that. But then when I went to Melbourne, I got a bunch of those photos and I was like, oh, you beauty. And so I have gotten a lot more matches than, uh, than I used to. But uh, not with anyone that I'm particularly interested in, you know. The final unreleased anti-react video. 
whenever I had a thought, a new idea, a piffy way to explain my points better, I'd write them in this document. How many pages are we on now? 22. I even had animations made to explain my points better. Uh, but I know no one's going to care. And I'd just be bringing more, to be frank, stupidity upon myself. Why go to all the effort to just ultimately fail again and just make people hate me you've never even heard of a single word that I've ever said? Discount Dark Viper AU. So I saw something kind of funny here. So this dude and this dude were having an argument. And this guy responds, except that it's backed up, you fucking discount Dark Viper AU. And that's what he looks like. And like, kinda. I can see it. Especially with the added qualification of discount. Yeah. The strangest Twitter accounts. I found this Twitter, which I'm sure you guys must know about. Ladies and gentlemen, The Weeknd. In 2020, what's this guy's name? Craig, Craig something, I can't remember. Daniel Craig? He was on SNL and he said, to introduce a band. Ladies and gentlemen, The Weeknd. So every single weekend, they post this. And it gets 60,000 likes. 40,000, 50,000, 50,000. Is a 60, 60. Like, that's insane. I don't know if this person's getting any money for this. I mean, they can put like, you know, small messages underneath to say stuff. But imagine this being your thing, your claim to fame, just posting this same clip every single week. It's hilarious. I don't know who The Weeknd is. I know it's a band. I, I'm sure I've listened to their songs before. Was I right not to do this collab? You guys know uh, I like Jesus. He is uh, a content creator who does a lot of stuff around CSGO skins and all that jazz. I thought I was going to do a collab with him where I'd like open some cases on stream and stuff. After saying yes, I thought about it for a while. And ultimately I was like, nah, I can't actually do this. At the end of the day, I have lost thousands of dollars on CSGO skins. Because I got twisted into opening cases and stuff like off stream. Getting back into my uh, little bit of gambling roots back then. That I used to have, like, I used to play a lot of Texas Hold'em and stuff. And it was a very stupid decision. If I didn't have the money to afford it, I wouldn't have done it. But, uh, because the money was ultimately not that important to me, I ended up doing it. And when I think about that, I'm like, I probably shouldn't do things that could potentially lead my viewers to do the same thing. But I just worry about promoting that stuff. Because while I do draw a distinction between, like, pure chance degenerate slot kind of gambling and the collectible gambling with like Pokemon card opening packs and CSGO cases, it is still at the end of the day, basically just gambling. And I'm not sure how comfortable I am doing that on stream, as I've talked about before. Uh, I've never said it would be impossible. I would never do it. It's just, I'm not very comfortable with it. Like I've thought about playing poker on stream and that I'd be more okay with. But even that I'm like, I don't really think I should be doing that. Like, you might one day see me in a poker tournament or something. That's about as far as you, you'll get for me. But I, I've said to Jesus, like, no, nah, I don't think I can open cases for content. And uh, he hasn't responded to me in a couple of days. I hope he's not too out of sorts. I do like the dude. Like, obviously, it, it wouldn't be the end of the world if I did it once or something. And maybe, like, out of politeness and, and just, you know, because I, I like the dude. I, I, maybe I could have done it just once. But the gains are too small for the possible negative ramifications. Like, people in the future might leave me mean comments or some of you guys won't be happy with me doing it. I, I can just think, like, five years down the line, someone being like, Hey, you remember that time you uh, opened those cases on stream or whatever? And it's just like, ah. Uh... 
CSGO skins are actually interesting though. And the community that is around them and the history of all the bit players and stuff. That's how I got sucked into it because it was interesting in that respect. It just sucks that uh, loot boxes and the economy around them that Valve refuses to take responsibility for exists like that. Be sure to like and subscribe. Also leave a comment if you have something on your mind. My feed gives them to me from all over my channel. It doesn't matter how old the video is. I wish you all the best.